Hey everybody, thanks for reading another issue of Five Songs or Less. <laughs> I'm your host, Dante, and today I will be punishing that perfect little giggly boy with God as an astronaut. Do you want me to do another? Do you want me to do one where I don't call you a perfect little giggly boy? Because <laughs> I kind of don't, but I will. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of fine with it. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> hi, Danny. How are you? Hey, Dante. I'm I'm doing a-okay. Sounds like it. It's, yep, it's Saturday. Got my, my bubbly water. I'm ready to As go. do I. Ready to not talk about lyrics. Am I right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you mentioned it earlier that you were completed with your, I guess, first run through of editing the Touche Amore episode. And uh, it sounds like maybe we need a week off of lyrics. <laughs> Well, we got no lyrics this week and lyrics probably mostly in Japanese next week. So we're good. <laughs> yeah. And if I if I give you what I think I'm going to give you for after the Boris episode, if I give you what mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give you, um, you might wish we didn't have lyrics again. So we'll <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm just going to give you I'm just giving you non-dairy creamer five different times. <laughs> five different covers of it. Yeah. Oh my God, I wonder. There's got to be. Oh yeah, um, sure. But, so yeah, we're <laughs> we're not... There's got to be like a right-wing take out there of that song. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, okay. Well, going to write that down for later. Um, <laughs> oh, um, <clears throat> so no lyrics today. Some vocals, but no yes. lyrics. Yeah. But one might argue, not void of the emotion that we had last week. For sure. um, I, I don't think we'll be getting into the the specific depths of who dying and how it made one <laughs> feel or not feel. Um, I hope, I hope. So that's, yeah. Well, yeah, th- they're not like uh, like L1011 where you listen to the song and it's like, boop, doop, boop, doop, boop, boop, And there's like, yeah, that was about a time I uh, stubbed my toe and it made me think back to how my grandfather was in World War II and how the way he suffered was so much different than the way I, and you're just like, you just wrote like a three and a half minute like electronic pop song, but still good. Yep. So <clears throat> I, I don't want to jump to the the end of the episode here, but... Where does this rank on your list of Kinsella bands? Hmm. That's a good question. Better or worse than Cap and Jazz? I mean, those are two totally different sides of the spectrum. It's all on the Kins- the Kinsella spectrum, though. So, <laughs> Kins- Kins- Kinsella, Kinsella spectrum. That, that's, why know. isn't that a band? It could be. Hmm. I can't believe this is not a snap call. Of course, you think Cap and Jazz is better. It Okay. If I were like, I want to listen to a band with a Kinsella in it, and my only two choices were Cap and Jazz or God is an Astronaut, I might go for God is an Astronaut. Wow. Um, either I've misread your your feelings about Cap and Jazz, or this might be a, a really like positive gushing episode. I'm not I'm not sure yet. I mean, I love Cap and Jazz. They're great. Yeah. They, I can see how, like, they're a band that I feel like after you listen to, like, four or five songs, you're kind of good. Yeah. You know? Like, some of their songs are great, but some of them, like, maybe now, especially because we're older, could be mm-hmm. a little tough to listen to because they're mm-hmm. so, like, 
bare bones. They don't really seem to know what they're doing. Yeah. If I had like grown up with it, it might be different, but I didn't find them till I was in my twenties. And you know, there's a lot of the song, a lot of songs on there are fucking great, but do I ever listen to the entire discography album thing all the way through? Nope. (laughs) I could be mistaken, but I want to say you gave that to me. I want to say like you gifted me, um, what is it? Alpha beta polythology. Like is that, that what it's called? Something like that? Yeah. I may have. I gave you Did that you, shirt. You gave me that. You gave me an adorable, uh, I believe, was it a Secret Santa gift? for? Uh, for I the, think it was just out work. of the, the kindness of my, my heart and my love for Dante. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Well, that makes me feel even worse that I don't think I have it anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh. Um, um, it might have been but Secret you, Santa. I, do, I honestly don't remember. You might be right. I do remember you had me for Secret Santa, and you gave me some... I don't even remember where we were, like where the company Christmas party was at. There was like the upstairs where there was like a bar and karaoke, and there was downstairs where maybe there was like a dance floor. Oh, was that the townhouse? I didn't go to that one. Well, you okay, you were there at... Are you sure you never went... You didn't go to the one at the townhouse? I don't think I did. Well, because I remember you being there and we were like at the bottom of the staircase um inside and like you gave me did you give me like a vinyl i feel terrible that i can't remember now i know i I bought you a battles single yes i think that's what it was and i remember i think it was the first time in my life anyone ever bought me a gift that wasn't just like oh hey what about that do you think he'll like that it was like <laughs> just another football yeah, I'm fucking sleeping on a bed of footballs. <laughs> Oddly comfortable. But yeah, I just remember that was really, really, that was like a very good friend moment. And it kind of turned my brain onto the idea that people could give thoughtful gifts to each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad but, I forgot um, about it. <laughs> um, But the shirt you gave me was a, it was just like a picture of like a kitten Kind of looking like, I don't know. Dante. What? A kitten? No. A panda. God. (laughs) I got written up at work for ordering every single CD that I could find with the word panda in it. I have no fucking idea why I did this. And Rex wrote me up. How did you try to explain it? Like, did did you have to buy them? No. No, I didn't have to buy them. But Kyle made Rex write me up. And one of them... One of them... Because, you know, I, I ordered all of these CDs and I ordered them for Dante... And one of them I put Dante Foreskin. <laughs> and Rex made sure to point that one out. He's like, Dante Foreskin, that's pretty good. Here, sign this. Oh, God. <laughs> and so, like, what? So the joke was just a bunch of CDs were going to appear in that basket behind the counter for employee <laughs> yeah. orders. They were all going to have my name on it. And somewhere on the CD would be the word panda. Yes. Yep. That was the. 
and people were supposed to go like, Dante, why did you order these? And I'd go, uh, I didn't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> why did I do that? I don't know. It was worth the write up though for this moment. I, oh, absolutely. I mean, everything, every dumb thing we did, you know, back then is now worth it because yeah, yeah. like back then though, you're like, I guess this is my career. I don't know. <laughs> it's the only this thing what I do for a living. Yeah. Oh man. I remember ordering stuff and probably not for months, maybe close to the time I was let go. Uh-huh. Did I realize that? Oh yeah. Like the company's paying for this shit to show up. <laughs> Like, that never occurred to me before. It was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to punch this in. Oh, hey, that looks cool. And then it's like, ah, yeah, maybe I'll buy it later. I don't know. It just yeah. fucking sits back there forever. Never, ever occurred. Like, business, I have no mind for business whatsoever. But, yeah, anyway, you made me a nice shirt with a, with a kind of, like, trying hard but, you know, maybe failing panda on it. And underneath it said, oh, messy life. Yes. For the Cap'n yes. Jazz song. We very, almost very cute. titled this podcast. Well, oh, not yeah. this podcast, but we were going to be talking about doing a podcast, and we thought about making naming it "Oh Messy Life." Still, might be a better title than Five Songs or Less." Could be. Let's change it now. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of "Oh Messy Life." <laughs> I'm Dante, and today I am punishing Danny with "God is an Astronaut." Okay, so Joan of Arc. <laughs> I, I came across a, a new Kinsella project that I never heard of before. Oh, yeah. I never, never heard of Birthmark. Oh, yeah. That's the, the other Kinsella brother or cousin. Yeah, that's uh, Nate. Mm hmm. Uh, any good? It was okay. It was, it was like kind of singer songwritery, very emo sounding from what I remember. I could. Is be it just wrong. like, is it just him and an acoustic? I think so. There might be some electronics, like, in there too. Yeah, mm. kind of not interested. Yeah, it was okay. I just want to listen to that first Al's album, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, all right. <clears throat> that's that's it for know your cons- know your Kinsella. And once again, let's play know your Kinsella. <laughs> and then, like, really lame, like, noodly music plays. <laughs> Yeah, like our intro, th- our intro theme. No, our intro isn't noodly. <laughs> That's got tappy stuff in it, though. That's true. That was more. I was going for more of a minus the bear thing. Oh, that's a band that I have tried and failed. What? But, uh, really? Really? Yeah. Really? 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 God, yeah. Calm down. Um, oh shit. Yeah, I, I, everybody, you know, back in 07 or what it was, like just. All like a lot of my friends and just everyone loved Monosoloso, and like yeah. I would listen to it and I was just like, this <laughs> "Nice try, fucking... but yeah." What what is it called? Menosoloso. Okay, I'm sorry. You you said that like you're fucking fluent. <laughs> like <laughs> you said monos monos el oso. <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking of monos hands of fate. <laughs> <You> s- <laughs> anyway. So yeah, asshole. Um, the reason I didn't uh, I didn't like that band was the like the singer seemed like he'd be a dick who would talk to me like that. <laughs> I just got real like 
uh, like pretentious, obnoxious vibes from that album. Uh, it's not. It's not my favorite. I prefer their earlier stuff. Do you? I do. Isn't that cool? <laughs> oh, it is cool. <laughs> All right, they're on the list now. I assumed uh, you mm-hmm. liked pass. Them. Pass. Nope, we're doing it. We each get an opt out. This is a new <laughs> a new feature of the podcast. We each get like a pass. What if I let Great. you do five more Wilco songs instead? <laughs> oh, they're good though, man. I won't give you anything off of that album. I'll give you stuff off of their first album and their first EP and their second EP. How's that? I don't know. Probably still annoying. Nope. Really good. <laughs> All right. Um, you sounded very Jack Black there. Did I? Um, yeah, when you went really good. Really good. Really good. Joe John. Um, Joe Joe Johnston. Oh, see, I don't know what that is. Did you ever see Orange County? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not a state. It's a, sta- <clears throat> it's a state of mind. <laughs> that movie's funny. I think I'd have to rewatch it. I, I don't think I appreciated it back when I... Cause I think mm. I saw it when it came out or shortly thereafter. Yeah, there's some, I mean, there's some was, funny uh, funny lines to repeat and annoy people with. Ah, like you just attempted with your Joe Johnston? Yep. Mm. That movie came out in January 2002. So they no. the studio must have thought it was going to tank. I guess but so. It made $43 million. I can't imagine it cost half that. Hmm. Cost $18 million. Good job. Good job, everybody. Good job, Colin Hanks. <clears throat> All right, let's let's talk some post rock, Danny. Hold on, I need to take a pee break. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, God. then I will My too. I'll be back. just fell out. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that song is so fucking good. <laughs> Not as good as the crowing. Ooh, yeah, I gotta agree. The crowing, crowing rocks ass. Yeah, the crowing's my favorite of of all Coheed songs. Yeah, I think it's my number one. Yeah, can't can't blame you for it. So, Danny, that's hey. Coheed and Cambria. That is. They play some pretty mean rock and roll. <laughs> but we are done with that, my friend. Rock is in the past. Mm-hmm. We are post rock. We are. Danny, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh uh relationship, I guess, to the genre known as post rock? I like some post rock bands. Not a bunch. I'm more into the post metal, which is kind of in the same vein as post rock, but heavier. Which, I don't know. You probably know that. I don't know why I'm telling you. Mm, well, I, I don't know that I do, to, to be honest. Like, what would be okay. considered a post-metal band? Neurosis and Isis are the two, mm. like, big ones. Do they have to have Is in the title? They do. They do. Okay. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of like D-beat, where all the bands oh, have to start with the D-something or Dis-something. Yeah. So, yeah, all the, all the post-metal bands have to end in... Is at the end. <laughs> Paralysis. Yep. Multiple sclerosis. 
Um, but anyway, yeah. Well, when did post rock like kind of become a thing? I, I feel like it's within the past what twenty years. Well, I just happen to have the Wikipedia open. I'm glad someone has taken this seriously. The genre emerged within the indie and underground music scene of the 1980s and early 1990s. It comes from India? Indie, not India. Oh, I thought you said the Indian underground music scene. Oh, indie and underground music scene. This podcast would be better if it was just text-based. <laughs> if we just like released like screen caps of us emailing back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 80s. So, okay, what are like the pioneers of post rock? This I'm sure says, you got that there. Artists such as Talk Talk and Slint mm-hmm. have been credited with producing foundational works in the early 1990s. I don't think I ever really kind of knew of it as a genre until the mid aughts, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm probably, that's probably the loser. Around the same that's, time I was figuring it out. Yeah, would that be like second wave, perhaps? Yeah, something like that. What are your uh, like? If someone says, "Hey, you know, listen to these guys. They're a post rock band." What's mm-hmm. your initial reaction? My initial reaction is positive. I do like that stuff. Of course, I'm thinking, you know, slow, longer songs. Eight minutes, seven minutes, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, I don't I actually don't listen to that much. I'm like list, looking at a list of bands and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know these bands, but I don't I haven't listened to very many of them. Did you read the etymology of post rock? <laughs> I didn't. The concept of, quote, post rock was coined by critic Simon Reynolds in his review of Bark Psychosis's album Hex, published in the March 94 issue of Mojo magazine. I mean, like, kind of who cares about all of that, except Bark mm-hmm. Psychosis, never heard of them, want to listen to them, because they are called <laughs> Bark Psychosis. It's a good name. Are you familiar? No, I've never heard of them before. Bark Psychosis. <clears throat> well, Danny? You want to just uh, end the episode now and go listen to Bark Psychosis? There's no reason we have to end the episode to do that. Oh, okay. Well, Bark Psychosis had a good run as my favorite band, but I think that was it. It's <laughs> the beginning and the end. Yeah. See, I didn't I didn't know you were into post rock. Uh, this is this is new uh, information to me. Like the instrumental stuff, the the post rock. I mean, I knew you liked Battles, like we talked about them. And like I said earlier, I bought you bought you that record. Yeah. Um but yeah, I didn't know you were uh, like a post rock guy. Like until I gave you God as an astronaut or until we've had this conversation today? No, until, um, what is the episode? Was it the L1011 episode where we were talking about Sigur Ross? Yeah, it was. Huh. What I consider, I guess it doesn't matter what I would consider, but I, I feel like Sigur Ross is beyond post-rock. Well, they're, they're listed on... The Wikipedia list of post-rock bands. Well, I stand corrected, and that is final. So Wikipedia is right. Always. We are recording this a, a day or two after Tim Allen's tweet of, what was it? Karl Marx, Socialism, Wikipedia. I did not, I, this, uh, I didn't know this. 
Yeah, that that was the entirety of his his that was all in one single tweet. Just that like, was the tweet. Karl Marx period, socialism period, Wikipedia period. Like he was instructing people to to check it out. You know, is that an an endorsement? No, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was Karl Marx period, communist manifesto period, Wikipedia. <laughs> oh. Um, no, it, it, and then, oh, and he spelled it Carl with a C at first. And then his, his next tweet was oops, Carl with a K. He, he then followed that up with the, a tweet. I am sure Mr. Marx would have made adjustments to his position had he been exposed to our country's advanced evolution of worker unions and our protection of child labor. I guess insinuating that Mr. Mr. Marx would not like how well we protect children. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the argument is there. but Or he would be a capitalist all of a sudden? Yeah. I. Oh, I didn't think the unions would be this strong. <laughs> I think the children should still work somewhat. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yep. Breaking news to you left and right here. Um, Tim Allen tweets and my taste in post-rock. But I I mean, I guess it makes sense, though, because, you know, you like your uh, what's that band we talk (coughs) we talk about on like every episode, Alcest. (laughs) Yeah, the like the only perfect band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you like Alcest, you like Agaloc. Lantlos, is that how you pronounce that one? Lantlos. Yeah, gosh, that the album that will never come out. No, it'll never come out. So yeah, it makes sense that you would also like some post-rock bands. Totally. And especially this I, one. I like longer longer pieces. I like songs with a lot of movements that can mm-hmm. kind of, you know, take you a few places. My, I don't want to say distaste, but my kind of apathetic bent towards lyrics probably plays a part mm, in this, yeah, you know? Sure. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you you called me a post-rock guy, and I don't know if I <laughs> didn't necessarily want to endorse that. I, I, don't, I don't wear black jeans often, and I feel like that's a big part of it. I don't know. And, and I don't like all post-rock. I think some post-rock can kind of be boring or... Mm-hmm. You, you know how we talked about with um, Empire Empire, the, like, the fan fiction of the versions of that genre that came before it. I feel like that is very um, rampant in Mm post-rock. Like you can just kind of be like a bland, nothing post-rock band. And it's like, yeah, 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 you're doing it. It's not like good or creative or original, but Mm -hmm. you're technically a post-rock band. So that's sure. 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 But um, is it uh, like derivative of, previous bands yes that would be a better way to say it it just took me like that entire time of you you talking about that to, for me to come up with the word derivative so i had to <laughs> derivative, say it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i need to vocalize that my brain like some synapses were still able to fire <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> whoa whoa Colin what did Tim Allen say is... now <laughs> no we're going back to colin hanks Oh, okay. Um, okay. The whom whose father starred alongside Tim Allen in the Toy Story 
film franchise. Oh, um, Colin Hanks's real name is Colin Lewis. L e w e s. I don't know how to pronounce that. Lou Lewis Lewis. I don't know. Lewis Lewis. Colin Lewis Dillingham. Weird. There's there's no Hanks in his name. He's a Dillingham. Why? What? I, I don't. I don't know. You're supposed to change your name to Dillingham so people don't just assume you got to where you are because of your father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't... Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. He was born Colin Lewis Dillingham. Is Tom Hanks his real name? No, he's Thomas Jeffrey Hanks. The, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to get him on the pod. <laughs> Who, Colin or Tom? Yeah. Both. Both of them. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to close this uh, this Wikipedia tab before okay. I get further let's, sidetracked. <laughs> let's get on, uh, on on task here, on subject. Oh, okay. So I just looked at the clock. Uh, well, I got a reminder on my phone that tomorrow is one of my um, my players' birthdays. And I, always, I, I put it in my phone because I feel mm-hmm. bad if I wish like one player happy birthday and then not another. Because if you do it for one, you have to do it for all. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I probably similar to your kids. Like, so that's why I have, if I ever have multiple kids, just we're celebrating no birthdays, <laughs> less I forget one of them and it looks really bad. Mm-hmm. What do you have any uh, child birthdays coming up? Uh, one, uh, one just passed. Happy, happy birthday. To, oh yeah. I think, uh, I think we talked about this cause I think I was asking you like, well, who cares? What the fuck are you going to do for a three year old? Yeah. Yeah. When is, uh, when's the boys? birthday he will be turning seven on april 13th so he was he was born in 14 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. look at you mathematician yeah so so april 13th 2014 danny was that your first day of sun It was. <laughs> and the first song on your playlist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the shortest song on my playlist. Yes. Well, that was intentional. Try to to give you a beginning, middle, and end in a reasonable amount of time before we threw the longer songs at you. Sure, sure. I think you did that. I like this one. If I had to pick a least favorite, it would be this. Wow. Whoa. Oh, (laughs) well, I mean, I guess I need to be kind of overjoyed because you said you like it and it's your least favorite. So I I, that's that's a sign of, I guess, positive things to come. And and we don't have to agree on all these episodes. And and sometimes Mm -hmm. maybe the better episodes might be when it's like, uh, dude, I don't get it. I don't know why you like this band and I don't know why you thought I might. Um, (laughs) But. It, I guess it's it's nice when people connect on things and um, I, I for some reason want your approval so I'm I'm glad you might like this band but man when I think of this band this is also the first song that comes to mind like I can just instantly like pull you know a guitar part or whatever like into my head from this song it's you can kind of sort of say it's like the thesis statement for God is an astronaut is it no it's not I just 
I want to use the phrase thesis statement. Oh, in okay. Every, because every I was going to say, there's some other songs that you might be able to say that about on this playlist, but yes, it just, I, I have one note on this song. Okay. This one is a little bit lacking. It's not a bad song. It just doesn't do anything amazing. Hmm. It's just, it's short, which I was surprised at how short it was. And, you know, you mentioned like liking music with movements and it feels like one movement of a song so much that one of my notes on the next song is every time I listen to this playlist, I would forget that it switched into the next song because this one fades out and the next one kind of fades in a little bit. Yeah. And they blend together really well. To where First Day of Sun almost feels like an introduction to the next song. Gotcha. Interesting. Now, I, I trust you. I know you do. Like, you put work into this podcast. Just curious, how many times did you listen through the playlist? Quite a few times. I listened a lot to the playlist. I didn't take notes for a while. I just kept... Work has been busier, and so I haven't been able to um, sit and take notes. And so I've just been listening as I'm doing other things. Although I would often not make it to the last song for for whatever reason, whether work got in the way or I had to, you know, talk to my kids or something. Yeah, I would I would often not make it to the last song. And so I um, yesterday and today I purposefully listened to the last song quite a few times just to make sure I was up to date on that one. Right. But yeah, no, I listened to it a lot. And it blended with the next one so often that I would try to make a point of figuring out where the transition is between the two. <laughs> like, yeah, w- <laughs> where know? one ends and one begins. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I, I see where they're blending together because the one fades out. And then I can't remember what the next one starts with, like guitar or something. Or I can't remember if it like fades in. But it could easily be the same song. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in start in the same key as the last one ends in or something. So maybe another reason I'm partial to first day of sun is I found it. And this is interesting because this is going against everything you said. I find it really fun to play on guitar, mm. which if you think of it, that it's kind of a nothing, like a short, nothing song, mm-hmm. you're, you're probably not going to have fun playing it. But, mm-hmm. um, so one thing about this band is they use a, bunch of odd tunings yeah and this song is in d f a sharp g a d and then the next song is Hmm. d a d f sharp b e so i'm not smart enough to say you can or can't be in the same key but they are in different (laughs) tunings (laughs) yeah 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 interesting interesting yeah oh like tuning tuning your guitar to this like let's see basically every there's only one string that's staying exactly the same and everything else is at least a half step, if not more um, Uh altered just to play a three minute song. (laughs) You basically say like, well today I am just going to play this song over and over and over because I'm not going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you felt like this was just one movement and I, and that's why I asked not to sound accusatory, but that's why I asked if you would listen to it, you know, a decent amount of times because maybe it's just, you know, my brain for whatever reason, like aligns with this song, but I can think of like these certain guitar parts. I can like play this guitar part in my mind. Like I can 
mouth it, as you would say, and be like, okay, that's the verse. <laughs> this guitar part is the chorus. This is the bridge. This is the outro. Now, I can mm-hmm. see where like the tone, the guitar tone is probably exactly the same throughout the song. I don't think that any like effects are being added or turned off. But yeah, like I can think of the the song as having very distinct sections. Now, a couple of them repeat, thank God, because that what I think of as the course, that like sliding, like that sliding guitar part is just like so mm-hmm. beautiful to me. And, and so I always thought of that as the course and like they're kind of leading up to that and they do it a couple times. Not obviously not to say you were wrong or this should be your favorite song, but like, I don't know. It, it's just very interesting to me how back to the meme, we like what we like, but <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I don't know why this instantly clicks to me Yeah, yeah. and, and it doesn't click for somebody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, so can you, can, can you answer that please? Like <laughs> definitively? I mean, in these five songs, I just think there's four better ones. Sure. That's, and, and maybe I just picked their five best songs and if you listen to their entire catalog, mm-hmm, you'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a top yeah. five song, First Day of Sun. So do you, and this could be a question for kind of all of these, but mm-hmm. so last episode, Touche Amore, we were like, uh, we were getting into our feels, as the kids say. <laughs> we, were, we were getting kind of, I don't know if we got emotional, but we were definitely talking about some heavier subjects. We were. And those were all based off the lyrical content of that band. Do... I guess we can just say instrumental songs in general, but, you know, if you can get specific with this band, that would be pretty great because, you know, <laughs> their name's going to be in the title of this episode. Does does post-rock, does instrumental music, does that kind of play with your emotions in any way? Does that tap into that part? Or is it purely a, you know, surface-level auditory listening session? I don't know that instrumental music in general has ever made me feel an emotion other than fuck yeah listen to those riffs if that makes sense no it it does i just didn't realize you were such a such a bro (laughs) (laughs) so when when you watch movies are you like why is there a soundtrack why are they wasting why are they trying to distract me with all this music no soundtracks to movies are obviously great and they push and pull your emotions. But when I listen to a soundtrack or a score outside of watching the film or show or whatever, I don't get the same feeling anymore. There's stuff I like. Like, I, I really love the score for The Mandalorian, the TV show. It's good music to put on in the background that kind of stuff like specifically on Christmas we set up our dinner and all that kind of stuff and uh, Amanda went and put the soundtrack to Mandalorian on and we listened to that while we ate dinner very Christmassy (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that kind of stuff outside of if it's a if it's a soundtrack and it's pushing my emotion while I'm watching something then it's done its job but if it's if I'm just listening to it it's not going to make me feel the same way. Interesting. So we need to forget, or we're going to have to push back our Colin and Tom Hanks episode. Sorry, guys, you've been <laughs> bumped. I want to bring on like a psychologist. <laughs> to find out what the fuck is wrong with me? No, 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 no. Well, yeah, 
But <laughs> I I largely ignore lyrics and just kind of want the overall. Um, I, I realized listening back to our past couple episodes that I say vibe way too much. A word I literally <laughs> never say in like my day to day life. And then for some reason I'm on a music podcast and I it's like the only word I can think of. But the o- the overall sense of the song, just just the sound of it, including the voice, including the singing, but more so about the delivery, the melody, all of that. That's kind of what hits me and, you know, makes me feel or not feel a certain way. I don't need the like specific like meaning mm-hmm. or like if you're talking about like a movie soundtrack, like I can listen to the soundtrack to the movie Sunshine. Did you ever oh, see yeah. that movie? The yeah. Um, there, I can't remember what the song's called. It's like, it's something in D minor and it's like this 20 something minute, mm-hmm. you know, track. And it's so good. And it makes me so emotional. It's one of those songs that like, I cannot listen to unless I am like, all right, let's like bear down. Let's get ready <laughs> to like feel something. Um, otherwise it'll absolutely knock me out. And so yeah. I don't need the, like the plot or the, the visuals to accompany that to like kind of like lead me to the emotion, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Uh, and not to say like, I'm not trying to imply like, oh, Danny needs his hand held by the <laughs> singer or the director I, telling him. I need the feel. singer to tell me how to feel. <laughs> that, that's, that's, def- uh, I, in, in many, many ways, um, listening back to the Touche Mori, no, no, sorry, not Touche Mori, um, just, just thinking, because uh, I haven't heard that episode yet, <laughs> um, <laughs> as the time of this recording, and maybe, uh, by the time this is released. <laughs> Maybe but, whenever everybody hears this. Yeah. But um, I just like thinking back to that episode and, and recording that with you, I was very jealous that like you just have, you have a, I think you might just have like a, a bigger, more open heart. And like, that's what I've been thinking about a lot since that episode was mm. why, why is it so hard for me to, to be okay with tapping into somebody else's feelings and, and, kind of let that move me and because when you listen to instrumental like you don't really know what they the band or the songwriter wants you to feel and selfishly I can turn that into whatever I want right um (laughs) because there's there's not the like the instructions of this is a sad song it is about my dog dying Uh and so this is what you're going to be thinking about when listening to this song when it's instrumental you can apply it to whatever you like. So I, so I don't know. So you, let's get the psychologist on and let's figure <laughs> out why we are wired in these kind of two divergent paths as far yeah. as how we listen to and perceive music and how it affects us emotionally. That's really interesting. I mean, maybe that's just why I'm not that into instrumental music usually, like instrumental bands. Like I'll listen to them usually, but it's I'm listening for the guitar technique or for a, a, a sick riff or whatever. I'm not feeling any emotion necessarily, which I don't know. Maybe it's a failing on my part. I mean, we're clearly both failures. It's true. It's true. So our deficiencies are just different. Um, You sent me a (laughs) a screenshot of a YouTube video that I'm not going to watch. Um, (laughs) Me neither. The video, it's over a year old, has just over 500 views. But the uh, um, he's putting some work on like the the thumbnail or whatever. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he expected more views. <laughs> it's, it's a review of God as an astronaut and it's called God is an astronaut. 
is the soundtrack to my life, which I feel is like the very like 2012 internet way of talking about God as an astronaut, explosions in the sky, <laughs> that type of music. I, I'm going to Google right now. Explosions in the sky is the soundtrack to my life. Let's see here. How explosions in the sky became the sound of film and television? Not not exactly. Oh, here's a YouTube playlist. Explosions in the sky hyphen soundtrack of my life. Mm-hmm. Concert review on Pinterest. Don't know how that works. <laughs> Concert review, explosions in the sky, soundtrack to my life. The Earth is not a cold... Well, that's just their album. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I... My point has uh, very slightly been made and possibly also slightly argued against. I was expecting a lot more. I was expecting a landslide of uh, results <laughs> that said soundtrack. I bet if I did yeah, a, Google yeah, search, yeah. a Google search on Twitter, Jesus Christ. I made fun of you earlier for sending me a live photo <laughs> and saying I'm going to go on Twitter to and then Google something <laughs> is just as old. That's just a, like an old man thing to say. Yeah, yeah. You're getting up there, man. I know. I'm... Uh, six weeks away from probably being in the mid thirties bracket, uh, and I don't mm-hmm. don't like it because I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> and you were, let's see, <laughs> seven years ago. So you were what thirty two when Han was born? Uh, April twenty yeah. April April twenty fourteen. I don't know. Do you know works? when your birthday is, Danny? Uh, October of fourteenth, nineteen eighty one. So yeah, you were like thirty-two and a half. So I'm I'm already older than you were when you had your first child. Mm-hmm. So I'm just by the standards of the two of us, I'm behind. <laughs> You'll get there, buddy. Yeah. Well, I let's. I don't know that I I want to. Let's let's make sure the election results get confirmed and, <laughs> and go through and everything. And um, <laughs> let's see if this podcast picks up. We'll find out uh, on Wednesday. Wait, what do you mean? Like if people listen to it or if it gets it's rejected? Because the first episode comes out okay. and the following day, the AV Club article on uh, titled How to Not How Not to Make a Podcast. Uh-huh. Why are they going to like give it such like a awkward, clumsy title? <laughs> They're just basing it on my, uh, my speech. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. That that oh, was a little rude of me. Why I, am I, I making a podcast? I don't want to hurt your feelings. I know how you can be a little fragile. I feel like we've exhausted everything specific to that song. We just kind of were talking about how we how we perceive music, I guess. And yeah, yeah. We, we could still get into that with this song, which um, is in D A D F sharp B E. <laughs> and yes, I have all the tunings for these songs. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. You you talked about how this just sounds like the uh, like the the song finally picked up but it's actually a, a different song. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it feels like the second or, or third movement of right. the, the first song. And, and it does open with 
in like I don't know when we when I say the word fragile, I don't know if you can go from the like very beginning of the song like it because it just hits you with like instant atmosphere, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not really doing anything for a little bit. I mean, it yeah. still sounds fucking great, like it it but it fades in just create an atmosphere like a motherfucker. These guys, <laughs> they sure they sure can. Uh, I I liked this one more. Uh, combining the two together makes a, makes for a pretty good song, to be quite honest. When he does his little vocal things, like the sounds that he makes with his mouth that aren't singing words, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it uh it reminds me of uh like Sigur Ross, like the weird stuff he does with his vocal. Sure, yeah, um, kind of similar similar vibes. Oh, um, now you're doing it. I know, I know. It's a good word, maybe. Yeah, I mean, these songs aren't even on like the the same album or anything. So, um, is yeah, it's weird. Is that like an indictment that songs, you know, that are let's see what so so fragile came out in oh five. Yes, in oh five. Um, it kind of blows my mind that this band has been around for as long as they have. They seem like they would be more yeah. more recent for some reason. Um, and then first day of sun was, it came out in 08. So, so these, they're, they're three years apart. So I guess you could say it's the same era, mm-hmm. but even still would, cause so we'll talk about a song that came out, you know, 10 years after first day of sun. And I don't know that we would, or I would say that their sound like, you know, completely evolved or anything, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I guess I guess we can save it. Um, we can also talk about that. Uh, did you ever finish that rig rundown video? I told you you need to because we're definitely going to talk about it, and there will be a quiz. <laughs> uh, I was watching that well um, uh, before we recorded, so I did finish watching that. I, I um, it got more interesting. I stopped watching it because he was just talking about what he does with a computer, and I was like, "This is boring. I want to see a pedal." Right. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I did continue to watch it though, and it did it did get a little more interesting. If you want to see a pedal? You should go watch the Tour de France. <laughs> oh God! So is an astronaut fragile? <laughs> it's it's certainly it feels like more of a song uh, than First Day of Sun. It mm-hmm. yeah. I mean it's it's longer. There's more going on. Yeah, and it so that that guitar part of First Day of Sun that I consider the course is to me it's so hooky but Mm -hmm. it it seems like everything was just kind of like meh like kind of like bland in the background to you a little bit um i feel like fragile has a pretty distinct guitar hook that comes in like right after the fade in um did did you Mm -hmm. find that did you would you call this a catchy song i wouldn't call this one a catchy song it's a it's a step in in the right direction if we're talking about movements in music, first day of sun is definitely like the first movement and fragile is moving into the second and third. And then when we get to the next song, that's when I feel like everything finally comes to a head. And that's when I was like, okay, now I'm starting to feel this. I wish I could say I structured the playlist that way Uh on purpose. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to really like build out this, you know, this movement it's going to be like uh um you know like when you go see an orchestra or something a thing i've never done but assume mm-hmm, that that's mm-hmm. what they do 
um, a, a real Peter Rabbit situation, if you will. But really, I just thought, oh, this is a good song, and it's short. I'll put that first. Oh, this song is kind of uh, one of their more popular ones, and I find it pretty catchy. I'll put that number two. And then I put kind of a few of the the longer, um, maybe less immediately accessible songs, like three, four, five. So it's just maybe dumb luck that it kind of worked out or, or didn't work out in, in, uh, in the way you mentioned. No, I, think it, I think it definitely worked out. If that's not what you were going for, that's what ended up happening. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Uh, yes. You know, uh, you know something funny. What? When I was listening to to this song, it was like kind of building, and the guitar was was kind of building up, and I just I was waiting for it to kind of drop out to just a little guitar picking. And and hearing uh, Keith Latinen come in on the vocals. <laughs> oh my gosh, that you know what his vocals his <laughs> would like kind of maybe fit in like if it was kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. further back in the mix. Yeah, you know what? That's actually a very Jonesy from Sigaross type of <laughs> vocal <laughs> delivery. Seemingly something that no one would ever try to do, but works in the context of the their bands. Yeah, fuck. Maybe I'm going to call an audible and give you cigarettes for next time. But I feel like that's that's too much post rock in a in a two week period. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to do that. So okay. So let me ask you a question again. A little more. Let, let's pull back from the God as an astronaut conversation. And Danny, what to you is catchy? Because I find these first two songs to be very catchy. And I know they're not catchy in like a, you know, like a Miley Cyrus sort of way or like a Third Eye Blind sort of way. But what do you find catchy and can you pinpoint why you don't find these songs catchy? We'll get to catchiness in uh, at least one later song. And I, I don't know why I don't find them catchy. I just can't really remember as many times as I listen to this playlist I can really only remember parts from the last three songs. Wow. Like when I was taking notes, the only songs three and four are the only ones that I wrote or called out specific parts. So again, this is just different brain wiring or I just don't know you at all. (laughs) Because if I had to like rank, okay, what are the songs that would be like the most immediate to Danny or like the or, or would have parts that would stick out three and four would probably be fourth and fifth on that list man yeah I I would have guessed I would have guessed fragile would would have maybe been number one mm-hmm. and then maybe our final song would have been two and then first day of sun mm-hmm. wow that's awesome actually I I kind of really like that it's cool that like our ranking or at least our, our ranking of like the catchiness or like mm-hmm. memorable. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not what am I trying to say? Memorableness. <laughs> Mem- memorality. Sure. Um, the, our, our rankings of the memorandums of this song <laughs> of these songs is like completely different, yeah. which is kind of cool because I had some real second guessing or borderline regret for a couple of the songs mm. that are upcoming Mm-hmm. And 
like cl- clearly my regret should have lied in the first couple songs. I feel like that um, happens every time because I've been listening back to some of the older episodes because since we're going to start releasing them. And yeah, like the um, Joy Formidable episode, my favorite song was the one you almost didn't include. Yeah. And the L1011 yeah. episode, the same thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, this song kind of not that it, I thought it sucked, yeah. but it was just like there's always a, a wild card, at least one where you're like, I could easily replace this with another one. And and then, yeah, you would tell me, no, whatever you do, do not replace that song. <laughs> exactly. So do you have anything specific about Fragile you want to say? The only, the last note I have uh, is just that it could be a few minutes longer, and I'd, I'd be into that. Like, I feel like it it starts to pick up and get a little heavier, but I just feel like there could be just, like, one last um, section or one last one last riff they could throw in there to really kind of like bring it all together from, for me anyway. Wow. I, I cannot wait till we get to the, the final song and can kind of start talking about the playlist as a whole, Mm -hmm. because I, I can just already tell we like this band, not to make assumptions, but I think we, or at least the things we like about this band are very different. I mm-hmm. like when this band does one thing, and you like when this band does another thing mm-hmm. that I don't think they do very well sometimes. Hmm. Um, so, so anyway, wow. I guess this is kind of what makes art art. Yeah, it's all subjective. What's what's not subjective is that our debut is going to be next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll kind of solve one uncertainty in our lives. Yep. The election will not be confirmed, solved, whatever, by next Wednesday. I, feel like, I mean, uh, has, neither hasn't that been pretty much? Well, I mean, as far as we are concerned, but well, yes. I mean, it'll be five years from now, and then Trump will still be saying, "I won the election." That's my that's my best Trump impersonation. <laughs> so yeah, first of all, that was like maybe Reagan, um, <laughs> somewhere between like, Reagan I, and why, Nixon. then we we still have the pandemic we also have you know your state is constantly on fire there's hurricanes on the other side of the country if things don't get better the third month of 2020 may have been the last march I hope you had your uh, boots on for that climb. <laughs> that was a that was a long hike to get there. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, there have been longer ones, specifically <laughs> the, uh, the. Oh God, the that narcolepsy one was pretty long. Yeah, oh, I, I, that's one. I really wish I would have like written it out better because like there was a lot of fluff. <laughs> there was some scenes of that movie that could have been taken out. Um, okay, so we're getting into. The last March. We are getting into the last March. This is the first song where I was. This song's in drop D. Oh, okay, good. This is the first song where I was like, this sounds like it's in drop D. Uh, really? I figured that's where you were going with that. 
Just uh, like standard tuning, but drop dropping that one string. That well, I mean, according to my source, and who knows. Mm, interesting. That's cool though. This is the first one where I started to feel like I wasn't just listening to another post rock band. Hmm. <laughs> I like that we Did- we get those every once in a while where it's just a long pause and a. oh no there's no delay i'm just trying to process (laughs) yeah 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 did you did you listen to the playlist in reverse order did was like the (laughs) titling messed up you think no well i I guess that fucking wouldn't matter for number three i'm such a fucking idiot (laughs) and (laughs) oh but see the way you listen to it the middle song is actually the third song so i mean (laughs) It's funny. I, I feel like I'm now arguing that uh, these songs aren't good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you like this one? This song is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, this this whole episode was supposed to be a prank. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do like this song. And it's like, it's it's one of their more like kind of uplifting, triumphant type of songs. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. where I... Fragile and First Day of Sun definitely aren't, so I definitely see the difference there. I'm just surprised. I'm surprised that this is what you were waiting for. Hmm. Because th- when I hear this song, I kind of think, oh, this falls into the wider category of post rock. Hmm. But when I listen to Fragile and First Day of Sun, I think, oh, that's God as an astronaut. Interesting. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily. Um, from these five songs, not that I think like each one is but done by a different band or like they all sound different or anything, but I, nothing that I heard was like, okay, this is setting them apart from other post-rock bands. And not, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all. I don't mean that in a, if every song sounded like first day of sun and fragile, then I might be saying it in a bad way because they start to go some different places starting with last March. Like the right. first day of sun and fragile, like I said, kind of, kind of don't sound like the same song, but they they could be pieced together. Where this one, it's got some e drums on it. You've got it's a little heavier. It reminded me a bit of envy at at times, um, which I think you I told you about them semi recently, right? Envy. Well, going back to what we were talking about earlier. The Jack Black Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where Jack Black invents a spray that makes poo disappear. Uh, I forgot about that movie. Everybody did. Yeah, yeah. Rightfully so. Envy the band, the Japanese post-metal, post-rock band. Um, are Do they have an album with a train on the cover? They have an album with a truck on the cover. Yes, yeah, like you know, like a a big like a semi, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a big, <laughs> a big and yes. Look at that truck; it's a big. <laughs> that went from like redneck to Italian. It was it was great. <laughs> Ooh, I'm the redneck Italian. Yeah, that's gonna be my uh, YouTube personality. Um, it's gonna suck. Yeah. yeah, no, that that album fucking like is amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a really great band. Can we just talk about Envy? I mean, had I waited to introduce you to them, then yeah, we could. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I just kept waiting for it to get heavy and for the guy's vo- voice to come in. The He has a very specific way he does his vocals, the guy from Envy. But yeah, the, it, so that's, I kind of started to get, God, I almost said it again. I almost said vibes. I, it's in my notes. It says Envy slash Sigur Ross vibes. Wow. But yeah, when I started to hear a little more variance in the song, that's where this is the first one where I was like, okay, now I'm now I'm starting to like this. It's like we are biting into the same meal and we're both enjoying it. And I'm like, ooh, I really like the spice. And you're like, I really like that it's sour. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we're just getting two completely different things. And it's like great, but it's like, I'm a, I'm a little frustrated and I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like, how, how are these two people looking at the same thing and one sees yellow and one sees purple? It's like that, know, that like, fucking that fucking dress where like some people saw it as like blue and white and some people saw it as gold and white or whatever. There's also that like that drawing was like, hey, do you see a, an old lady or a young woman? Um, yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. know why one has to be a lady and one has to be a woman or, hey, is this a, <laughs> uh, a candlestick or is it two faces looking at each other? Yeah, but that's just that that's just how you look at it, because you can see both things depending on how you move your eyes or whatever, or like how you're looking True. at it. Whereas the dress thing, you see one or the other. Yes. There's, um, or there was like, oh, what was the one where like you hear. Yeah. Um, a certain word. Oh, I can't remember what the words were, but it was like, if the word was car or refractory, like yeah. there was one word that was like, no one fucking hears that word. Mm-hmm. Like no one even uses that word. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Laurel and oh, yeah. um, Yanny. Yanny. Yeah. Oh, maybe I did hear Laurel. No one uses either of those words. That's. I hate this whole thing now. Let me see. I can't remember which one I heard. Laurel. Laurel. Yeah, I heard Yanny. Really? Laurel. You heard Yanny. I heard Yanny. Can you play it again? Oh, uh, yeah. I want to try to hear Laurel. Yep, they're saying Laurel. Wow. Yeah, I, I heard Yanny every single time. And I was looking at the word Laurel to try to, like, get mm-hmm, my brain mm-hmm, on it, you mm-hmm. know? And it, it was all Yanny. So maybe that's mm-hmm. why we're hearing this this band differently, because I'm a Laurel and you're a Yanny. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Laurel and Yanny podcast. <laughs> that was in That was May 2018. That I okay, I know this is like the big stupid overplayed joke that was like old in May mm-hmm. of this year, but I feel like the Yanny or Laurel thing was like 2012. Mm-hmm. But it was two years ago. A lot has happened in those two years. I right, let's see if we can agree on this. I'm going to play a part of this song. I've, I've been sad this entire like two hours talking about this <laughs> band, haven't heard a goddamn note. My favorite part about these episodes or that they're songs I already like. I would like to listen to them. Okay. So here is the like two ten mark of the last month.
that shit's pretty good. I I just I like how you hear like on the top layer you hear the the loudest guitar. Like you probably hear the rhythm and you hear the like that guitar. Mm-hmm. Underneath it, almost barely audible is an is a guitar playing a, a different little lead or or whatever. Yeah, I just uh, there's so many layers on that right there, and then the 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 like vocal part comes in too. Yeah, that song's really good. I think we just solved our whole issue here is I just don't think we're very good friends because <laughs> I don't know you at all. I was so worried that that part was going to happen and you were going to be like, this is like, there's too much going on. No. Um, Cause yeah, they have a bunch of layered guitars and the drums are pretty busy this whole song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it mm-hmm. is a March. Like it's a lot of like, you know, yeah. snare rolls. I like the end. And I like the end with the, it just ends with the drums. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. but i love like dueling guitar leads (laughs) um oh yeah 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 if there's two guitar leads happening at the same time and they're doing something different and it sounds good together the same thing with how i like overlapping vocals too where one person Mm -hmm. is is singing one thing and another person is singing another thing uh i know what that means (laughs) are you sure explain it to me though this time like i'm a woman i've heard you talk to amanda Oh, don't worry. I'll cut that. I'll cut that for you. No, no, no. Hold on. Maybe you didn't hear the end of it, but I, I put it all on you. <laughs> I recognize that that is not an okay thing. <laughs> hey, can uh, we be a guest on her podcast? Uh, we could. We'd have to talk about books, though. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Does she, does, uh, I mean, you probably should if, if anyone ever listens to what is this now? This is now the 11th, maybe. No, 10th. Is it the 10th episode? uh, Episode 10. Episode 10. If anyone gets this far, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably means I'm in a a relationship by then if someone's committed to (laughs) listening to this this far. Um, So good for me. Congratulations to me. But yeah, you should probably promote Amanda's podcast. Why not? Yeah. So just at the very least, get them to a better podcast. (laughs) Is it teen enough for you now? A podcast where some librarians talk about young adult novels. What is it called? Is it teen enough for you now? If I Google that, what am I going to find before I find the podcast? Is it teen enough for you now? Okay, Blogspot. Mm -hmm. That's them. Podcast.apple.com. Oh, this is all just... I hope you've been getting all your advice about how to do this podcast from her. (laughs) because <laughs> they got their their seo was on point wow yeah they're good at it yeah you're gonna be the second best podcaster in your home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right potentially yeah, third best if one of the kids starts one <laughs> they're gonna accidentally do something that goes viral and you're gonna be like fuck <laughs> what are we supposed to be talking about uh the last march by God is an astronaut. So yeah, I, the last thing I remember saying like 45 minutes ago was <laughs> worrying that this was going to be too busy for you. Oh, and the, yeah, you were talking about the, okay, I, I'm going to, I'll talk about this like we didn't fucking lose the thread for 20 minutes. Okay. 
I also like when there's kind of dual and interweaving guitar lines or vocal parts, and, mm-hmm. you know, harmonies, all that stuff. I don't know in this song that I feel like any of it stands out because I feel like there's so much going on and it's all, it gets a little muddled for me mm-hmm. um, where there's nothing that kind of takes charge or really like grabs your attention which again is weird because that's how you felt about first day of sun. And I feel there's absolutely a hook that grabs your attention. Mm. So we are just, you know, this band is appealing to us in, in very different ways. Um, yeah. I, I guess like in that part that, that we played for about the two ten mark where it, it kind of swells or kind of comes to a peak at that point. Um, yeah. There's just a lot going on and it's all kind of, fuzzy and you have to you have to i guess maybe really try to pick something out that you want to follow mm-hmm. yeah and confirmed it's good if you could see me right now i'm doing a little shrug with my my arms up like the like the emoji well all right we are in hour four of this record <laughs> and about the past hour has been pretty dead so the only place you're gonna find this podcast episode is in a seance room You ready to talk about my favorite song? Oh my God. <laughs> I have a note in the margins next to this song that just says, regret this song. No. Meaning I I regretted this song choice. No. That Dante. is wild. Dante. Please. Let me, give you a, yes. let me give you a short list of things Danny likes. Dark themes, vintage sounding synthesizers, and riffs. Seance Room has all three of those things. So remember that for when you give me, um, God, never mind. When you give me a, a band that doesn't have those things. <sighs> okay. Um, I quit. I quit. <laughs> I, I feel like this is the first time you've hit this wall during one of our <laughs> records. And I feel like I've hit that wall like three times already. Yeah. Where I'm just, I just feel useless. <laughs> okay, you don't have to agree so like wholeheartedly. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing um, that I feel that way right now, and it sucks. And and <sighs> you're doing great, buddy. Thanks. You know, just you're you're lost without lyrics. Your brain is scrambling to find. I am. Where, where are the words? <sighs> One thing. So okay, dark dark things, dark things, dark things. This song is dark, and I love it. It is. It's and it's got some riffs and if if fans of this genre heard me say this they would flip the fuck out. But I I wrote about this song. There's kind of some like guttural like doom soundy chords near the end of the song. Yeah, yeah. Hey Dante, what tuning is this in? Danny, I'm glad you asked <laughs> because I have the answer right here, though I kind of don't believe it cuz it looks it doesn't look like it should work. <laughs> Apparently, this tuning is A, A, C, F, A, D. Mm, one of those. Okay. 
Yeah, just your classic Oxfad. <laughs> I've never messed around with those tunings where the top two strings are the same. I've always kind of wanted to, though, because they get real dark sounding. I think I've done it where the, like, what's normally your high E and B strings are the same. In fact, I well, mm-hmm. on, let me flip my legal pad over. Um, what's first day of sun? Okay, it's not. I thought, hmm. I may have written, written down the wrong tuning for first day of sun, because I thought first day of sun had um, maybe, like, the second and third strings the same because they do a lot of like open strings in their Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. their guitar playing and often it's like the same note which is just kind of bizarre but i don't know i've played like maybe four different tunings in my life and one was just for first day of sun one was just for the smashing pumpkin (laughs) song mayonnaise and then like standard d c i think that's probably Mm -hmm. it yeah i don't ever really mess around with that shit too much. I mean, I was pretty much a uh, pretty much standard until we decided to drop to drop C, and that's kind of where I stay. I mean, I think these these tunings sound really cool. Yeah, but it's like I don't ha- I don't have the know how to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like n- choose one of these exactly. Like, hey, do you want this to be like? I don't know what I fucking want it to be in. Like, I'm kind of a slave to the few tunings I know, and I'll fiddle around until something sounds good. But it's not yeah. like, oh, for this song, I really have this guitar part that I think would only work if I'm in D, F, A sharp, G, A, D, or yeah. D, A, D, F sharp. Like, I just, I wouldn't know. I'm yeah. stupid, is what I'm saying. Our brains just don't work that way. No, and you can kind of take off that way. Our brains don't work. <laughs> Uh, we're not that musically inclined, apparently. Music. I can take it or leave it. (laughs) Especially a band like this. Yeah, I know. God, where are the words? (laughs) Okay, no, sorry. We're on, we're on seance room. I got to flip my notes back over. Okay. I'm glad I didn't, uh, I'm glad I did put this song on because it ended up being your favorite. Yeah. Okay, so when you say this, it has dark themes. Can you kind of ex- can you get into what you mean by that and and how you I don't know how you perceive these themes? It just sounds dark. Like the tuning, the chords they chose, the synthesizer break. That's where it really like where I was like, "Oh shit." Cuz there's at 220 around there, there's a break with like a detuned synth pad playing some chords and like that's it. And Oh boy, do I love that shit. Switches to like an arpeggio, <laughs> arpeggiated uh, synthesizer part when, and the guitars start coming back in and stuff. Everything about it just, I don't know. It just, it's dark, and I love it. And that I could easily hear some like guttural vocals coming in at some point or something. When you're listening to, well, let's just say this band because that's mm-hmm. the band we're talking about. And let's even narrow it down further to the song we're talking about. <laughs> wow. When you're listening to this song. 
<laughs> I'm I'm really I'm feeling really good right now. Um, <laughs> like, what are you like? What do you see? Like, what are you visualizing when you listen to this song? I don't. I mean, I don't know what I see. Oh, this song is a whole mood. It's it's a mood. <laughs> that's uh, what i want the title of this episode to be <laughs> god is an astronaut is some mood yeah yeah i don't i mean i don't know man i don't know do you like not really picture anything i don't know i guess i don't picture things when i listen to listen to music maybe my i don't know our brains are so different we're finding out so many things about each other dante well, and and maybe ourselves, because I, I don't know that I had ever really thought that the way I, you know, get images when I listen to music was like very mm-hmm. specific or anything. And I don't know that. Have you ever thought about like, oh, is it weird that I don't, you know, see anything no. when I'm listening to music? Yeah. No. Why would you ever think about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is this is interesting. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad at least uh, two of us think so. Um because yeah, I, I feel like I'm kind of like, uh, you know, that that guy who said this band's the soundtrack to the to their life. Like I'm, yeah, I I don't know if I'm if I'm applying my you know my day like whatever the scene of my day is. If I'm applying that to the music or I'm applying the music to that part of my day. Mm-hmm. But I I very much you know get images. I remember you know. 15 years ago or whatever, listening to um, Radiohead's uh, Natural Anthem, right? Is that what it's called? National Anthem? Is it called National? What's yeah. Natural Anthem? That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I swear there's a song called Natural Anthem, but Postal Service. Okay. Oh. Anyway, yeah, Radiohead's the National Anthem, uh-huh. and I always imagined like, okay, this is funny, actually, Astronauts. Literally, I would picture astronauts like walking like slow motion, boarding a rocket and like going through launch. Hmm. And I don't know why, Hmm. but like that's just the picture. And like so I would be like I almost in my head had like the storyboard for a music video that wouldn't make any sense Uh uh for that song. This I mean, I know I'm not special in (laughs) any way, but I, I wonder like do people kind of fall on one side or the other or is there like is there a lot of other i'm sure there's a lot of other ways to perceive and process music but i wonder if there is like kind of a a hard line between the those who like conjure images to music Uh and those who are just kind of like taking it at face value or i don't know like does that does that sound fair yeah there's definitely got to be you know one side or the other and probably some overlap i mean Obviously, songs make me feel a certain way. Like I, this song is dark, and so it it makes me feel dark. I don't know. If that's not the right word, but I'll like think of songs or bands or albums, and maybe picture a specific color. Usually, it has something to do with the actual album cover or something like that. Or I'll I'll remember a, a specific memory like we were talking about well, on the Touche Amore episode about bands or albums or what or songs that um, are hard to listen to because they have certain connotation and and links to, to things that happened in our lives or whatever but as far as like kind of like what you're describing of listening to a song and just kind of like images of things 
playing out in your head that's really really interesting to me i almost because in the last uh i don't know since i've been in this band like i'm more interested in gear and stuff i'm just always thinking like what are they using to do this right you know, what kind of amps are they using what guitars are they using what kind of pickups are they using that kind of shit um that's why i like those those rig rundown videos they're fucking nerdy and annoying but i also like them (laughs) yeah i think about that kind of stuff or i just think of like like a riff will happen or or a harmony will happen and i'm just like yeah that that sounds so fucking good and it feels so good to hear that but it doesn't make me picture anything you know what i mean yeah no a hundred percent and and what you said about like you know, you're picturing the equipment, you're picturing the technique. I remember, and this is not exactly the same, but I remember in seventh grade, I took a, as an elective, a video productions class. Mm-hmm. And obviously it didn't teach me anything like how to be an auteur or anything, but <laughs> I had like, I had, before that, I had no idea what a director did. Sure, no, sure. no idea. Yeah. I like the, the idea of like, framing a shot and mm-hmm. you're, you know, blocking out a scene and cutting from, you know, one scene to the next or, or one person to the next. The idea mm-hmm. that I'm sure if you asked me, I probably would have understood that, um, no, they did not film the movie in an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> like it's, you know, obviously not one long continuous shot, Yeah, but it didn't really occur to me that they went, okay, <clears throat> action. Don't make me tell you to turn the light out again. Okay, we got it. We got it. Cool, cool. And like the the fact that it was like piecemealed together, like in you know these small ways, like never occurred to me. And I remember after yeah. that, like seeing movies and TV shows, and it kind of changed how I how I saw them because I I knew just a very little bit of you know what goes into making it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's um it's it's the craft, right? It's yeah. separating the art from the craft a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like you're you're very very much into the craft of music yeah. and recording and performing and all that, and and I am as well. And again, maybe it's why I like post rock or a lot of instrumental stuff or or mm-hmm. a lot of um, international stuff where I don't know what Sugar Rose is singing about. I don't know what Alcest is singing about. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of get that. Hmm, what what would be a four letter word for? I just get that. Feeling. Let's say feeling. <laughs> we don't have to say vibe. Yeah. We can say feeling. Um, you know, and, and I get that feeling from that without, you know, I get whisked away by the music, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking mm-hmm. about the the picking technique or anything. Yeah. Uh, so the song gets really riffy at the end. Yes, that is one of my notes. We agreed on something. We agree. Uh, first, first, <laughs> it made me think of Russian circles, but uh, but yeah, today it clicked when I was listening to it. I was like, 
shit, this sounds like Muse. Like, what's that album that I like of theirs? The only one I like. Absolution? Yes. Sounds like something off of Absolution. The last, I mean, the whole song I like, but from the synth part on is perfect Danny music. Wow. And the way that it gets super noisy and like an explosion toward the end Mm -hmm. is great. So this song was off their 2018 album called Epitaph, Mm -hmm. which I got to say, like, I made it a point to get a song off this album because I wanted to give you something more recent since, you know, gave you stuff from 05. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of cool that you prefer the newer stuff because like you said, it's not your, that's not your reputation. (laughs) um and you know not that i've been listening to this band for a long time to to be quite honest i've only known of this band for maybe a couple years Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's not like oh i was there when all is violent all is bright you know came out when i was a junior in high school but i you know we were talking about how post-rock can sound kind of samey and Mm -hmm. so i wonder if the fact that you like some of their newer stuff or at least one song of their newer stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. means that, you know, there is some evolution in this band. Like they have a, tra- a trajectory. Yeah. I just like this one because it sounds more like a post-metal song. Sure. It's, it's heavier. It's darker. It's riffier. It reminds me of um, the band Cult of Luna. They have an album that came out in, um, I don't remember what year, but it's called Vertical. Yeah. It has some of the same kind of synthesizer sounds and, some good riffs, but there's there's some some vocals. I don't know that I'm familiar with Cult of Luna. That feels like a band name out of scene. While in my mm-hmm. you know fans also like section on Spotify. Sure, sure. are are they considered post metal? Yeah, yeah, they're definitely post metal. They sound they're very derivative of what has been dubbed on the internet as neurosis, blending neurosis and isis together to make one word. Ah, uh, yes. Neurosis. I thought maybe you were trying to say like they're nerds or something, but I no, can't. no, no. Um, well, so Danny, I wonder if maybe you don't care for post rock, and you only really like post metal because possibly, you know, because I mean, and maybe there's not a huge line in the sand, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think of post rock being very riff heavy, you know? Yeah. So what was that list? I sent you a list of a couple, like three instrumental bands. Let me see. I got to, God, I text you a lot. Sorry. (laughs) No apology necessary. (laughs) 51% of the stake in this podcast is more than enough. Uh, Here we go. Russian circles. Refute it. That becomes binding. I was concentrating on what I was doing, so I don't know That's what fine. you said. That good. <laughs> uh, Russian circles, year of no light, toe and mammatus. I was bummed to hear that there was a band called Year of No Light because for about eight years, my like imaginary instrumental post rock band has been called The Last Rays of Sun, uh, and I feel like that's pretty close. Yeah, they're French, so it doesn't matter. Well, and and the uh, The Last Rays of Sun, they're. Um, their album is going to be a concept album about Yellowstone erupting and how that basically wipes out, you know, the planet. Okay. Okay. Something. But anyway, (laughs) 
two of the four of those bands are more on the post-metal side. Russian Circles, Year of No Light. Toe is definitely a post-rock band. A little mathy. I really only like one of their albums because I've only listened to one of their albums. So, I mean, you're one for one. feel like yeah. you should give them more of a shot. And Mammatus is like a jam band. Ugh. They do have some vocals, but they're fucking great. They're they're just kind of weird and riffy and but anyway, yeah, I I guess I don't really like that many post post rock bands. I mean, did you ever listen much to Explosions in the Sky? I feel a like bit. they're a, a this era's like staple of that genre. Yeah, yeah. I did a a bit. Um I always liked it when they got heavier. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of left some of that behind after maybe their second or third album. You know, my problem with them is I've never had this issue with any other band really is mm-hmm. they put out too much music. <laughs> like cuz with these long post-rock songs, you don't need like an album can last you for a few years. Sure. And and they don't pump out their own albums like every year, mm-hmm. but they're always doing a, a soundtrack or something. <laughs> yeah. Like they I think they have maybe 3 at least three soundtracks that are like exclusively them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just like it, for whatever reason, it's hard for me to go listen to a soundtrack with the same like open mindedness that I would, if it was just any old explosions in the sky album, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so they have four. So Friday night lights, Prince avalanche, lone survivor, a fucking Mark Wahlberg movie. Mm. And then Manglehorn, which is um, about a terrible accident that uh, befell a man and um, really ruined his pornography career. <laughs> I mean, four soundtracks is like when I was when I was a huge fan of uh, Brand New. All I wanted them to do was put out an album every three or four years. Yeah, yeah. And too much to ask. <laughs> and fucking. Explosions in the sky is just like, yeah, we'll just like toss one off to some like random Warner Brothers, you know, title or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can do that with instrumental. You can just like, they probably, I bet you at least one of those albums, they were going to release as their own. And then some studio was like, hey, we'll give you like, you know, however much money to do a soundtrack for us. And they were like, here, just have this. Like it doesn't, it, it'll apply to anything. What's the movie? It doesn't matter. It'll apply to that. <laughs> Is it sad? Great. Is it action? Great. Like it's all it's all there. <laughs> this this is how I feel about Boris. They put out so much music. I had to I had to just take a break. So like most of it isn't available in America. I did have I when I was really into buying their stuff, it was like ordering stuff from Japan and like paying ridiculous shipping amounts and stuff. Or waiting for someone to put it up on, you know, torrent site or whatever, so I could download it and listen to it. But yeah, they just they put out so much music. I mean, we'll talk about it next time. But yeah, but yeah, it, if you become a Boris fan, just <laughs> good <wait>. luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, like I, I fucking, I had to send you an email with here's the songs I gave you. Here's every other version of that song. Yeah, and oh brother, man. So it's like, hey, you need to get to know this song and then also be familiar with 
these alternative versions <laughs> and be prepared to talk about it like fuck you <laughs> and also these aren't like three minute songs no 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 anyway yeah yeah okay. sorry that, that no i'm not sorry that was that was a totally fine tangent um <laughs> and but okay so i i mentioned this earlier we we really like when god is an astronaut is doing different things mm-hmm. my worry when you were listening to them was that you were going to think that they are trying and failing to do slow builds to kind of crescendo peaks hmm. right but you you like that you yeah, you, no, you like when it. they get heavy you like when they get they're riffy. doing it and they're doing it well <laughs> i kind of I don't always think when they go from slow to these like rock out endings, I don't always think those are their best songs. I think there's, hmm. I mean, I think some of them are good. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think these songs are good. I put them on the playlist cause I like them. I, I can't believe <laughs> I'm like, this is the first time in this podcast history that you are defending the band. I gave you. <laughs> Let me tell you why third eye blind is good. <laughs> Oh God, that oh! I just got like warm, like mm, like <laughs> warmth all over my body. I, please, please tell me how much you like Third Eye Blind. Um, side note, side note, you didn't say anything about the the uh, potential image for that episode with him with the the KFC thing on his head. Oh, sorry. Um, I was probably busy doing anything else. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's good. I like it. In fact, I think. I mean. I think it's probably the only right choice for that episode. Yeah, no, I, I definitely approve. Cool. Well, Danny, we have one and only one song left. We sure do. And I don't have a way uh, to get into it. Hey, Dante. Hey, Danny. How's the weather out there? Clear. Is there any snowfall? No. Why do you ask? <laughs> just like the like the shitty improviser that's like just shutting all of his like teammates down. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh hey, you must be the mailman. Mailman, no, what? <laughs> what are you? What no, are you I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> We've been friends for ten years. <laughs> okay, I I believe the tuning for Snowfall. It's just mm. standard, which is a little disappointing. Ugh, gross. What's not disappointing are the two comments under the ultimate guitar tab <laughs> for Snowfall. Okay. So I think the tab was first submitted in like 09 and it has since been updated in 2014. Mm, good, good. The first comment for Snowfall, courtesy of Colton165. Oh, good, good old Colton. Can't go to a tab without seeing one of his comments. From October 16th, 2009. Mm-hmm. I would literally suck your penis, dude. Semicolon. Great tab of one of my favorite songs ever. 
Wow, Colton. Wow. Comment number two, lack of accuracy. <laughs> so there you have it. There's uh, our, our <laughs> the, review. The tab or that comment has lack of accuracy? I believe the tab is what was being referred to <laughs> via Smith Max Max. <laughs> Uh, it is inaccurate. My, <laughs> this guy has not sucked on my penis. <laughs> I've been waiting here since 2009. <laughs> I've gotten no contact info. No, he has not dropped a pin on the map for me to find. <laughs> I've been just burning through gas. <laughs> Colton! Is there a Colton here? <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's all I have to offer for this song, Danny. <laughs> I was listening to this one in the car and Han said, is this a Minecraft song? I, so you're going to have to explain all of the context for me. Okay. A car is. <laughs> See, I was going to go, what's a Han? So we both had the same dumb joke in mind. <laughs> um, I know of Minecraft. I've seen mm-hmm. like the, you know, shitty graphics, but like, I don't know the music or anything. So he has tried to play Minecraft and he... Jeez, burn, Danny. <laughs> well, just, you know. Uh, he has tried to play Minecraft. He dug a hole really, really deep and he can't get out. So Is that why you have to go check on him every now and then? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He has not played in quite a while. But he watches videos of, of people playing on YouTube. And oftentimes it'll just be a video of somebody playing Minecraft and they put music over it. And I guess part of the, the introduction of this song sounded like a song that somebody used on a Minecraft video on YouTube. Okay, go go bring him in. Okay. Get him on mic. Tell him <laughs> to find the video so we can see maybe it's the song. It could be. Han, what did you Google in YouTube to find this song? <laughs> that, I mean, that was funny. It has nothing to do with anything. He made me change it. <laughs> oh, what does he want to he listen wanted, to? He usually, when we're in the car, he wants to listen to Story Pirates, which is a podcast. So we can't even get the attention of your own flesh and blood. No, unless we're we're boxy Minecraft characters. Yeah, oh, right, right. Uh, you he doesn't like Mario so he might like you just grow a mustache okay this is like the second time in two days you've like demanded (laughs) I grow facial hair might as well tell me to like fucking like grow wings (laughs) it's like when like I mean I still have back issues but they used to be worse I've I've done some corrective I've taken some corrective measures to fix it Mm, but people just used to be like you know just like like engage your core and it's like, just fucking tell me to flap my wings. Like, I don't have that or know what that means or like, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it just never helped. So, um, I was going to ask you though, did, did you just kind of get tired of Han? Did you push him into this hole? Like, did you end his Minecraft career? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, whoops. I was like, Han, no, keep digging, Han, keep digging. <laughs> so... What was the reason? I guess it was just the length of the playlist, maybe. But was there any other reason why you never really got to this song or got through this song? Or was it just a matter of what time was available to you? It was just a matter of of what time was available. 
like I would get into the like a minute into this song and have to join a meeting for work or have to talk to a child or you know whatever it was so gotcha. okay for some reason I just could not get through this song and so I, I had to make myself like just start with that song instead of always starting at the top of the playlist I'd have to just start with this song um, I ended I still ended up with only two notes one of what I've already talked about so meh. what was the first one about Han making you change it about Minecraft oh yeah right okay um, well hit us with note number two buddy note number two okay so real quick just so you can pretend when I edit this to know what scrams is scrams mm-hmm. is a, a type of screamo uh, that is what originally was called screamo and then was taken over by swoopy hair people and so somebody ch- improved upon started calling it scrams instead of screamo okay got it okay so parts of this song Mm-hmm. The guitar parts, specifically, um, uh, made me think of something that a certain types of like scrams or screamo bands. Oh might yeah, scrams. <laughs> Usually, that ends in them going into normal scrams territory where it's complete chaos. So I liked that. It again has kind of a post metal feel. I liked this song a lot. Uh, it was kind of neck and neck with Seance Room for my for my favorite, but Seance Room has those that long synth break, which is a win always. <laughs> so yeah, it, and I was trying to come up with with bands that it reminded me of. Every band I kept like thinking in my head that okay maybe that maybe it's this band that I'm thinking of. I would go and listen to them, and I, and I would be wrong, or I couldn't find the song that I was thinking of. The closest I could think of. And I have to pull them up because they're like Swedish or something. Swiss La Lune. <laughs> this Swedish Swiss of like, the moon? S-U-I-S. Swiss yeah. La Lune. La... They're like a... How do you spell loon? Scrams. L-U-N-E. Lune? Looney? I'm just going to end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, like your life? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I'm it, trying to get. It a... reminded me of of bands like that, and that that band was the closest that I could find off of the top of my head. Well, you're gonna be the only one who uh, knows like that band. Yeah. Um, so that was. Hey, you know, I was right. Yes. We might we might be really big in Sweden or wherever they're from. So I don't know if you heard me because I think maybe we were uh, experiencing some interruptions, some technical difficulties. But when you said Swiss La Lune, I said Swiss of the Moon. And that's basically that. what it means. It means Swiss Moon. It's pretty good. So, okay, we watched that rig rundown video. Yes. And they, like you said, they, see, the lead guy has one laptop. The, the rhythm guitarist slash keyboardist has two laptops. The basis very refreshingly was like, yeah, I don't fucking like gear. Like he was just like, did you get yeah, to the yeah, bassist? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I he, did. He was just like, they have a bunch of stuff. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he almost said it in a way where he was like, they don't need that. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. but okay. So I'm going to play a part of Snowfall and 
we're going to play a game called Guitar Technique or Effect. Because I, I truly don't know. But uh, I'll see if I can, if we can, like, if you can even hear the part that I'm, I'm talking about. Okay. It's like this little, like, it's either like a super quick, fuzzy hammer-on, like hammer-on pull-off, maybe hammer-on again, um, or it's just the, the like, distortion is so fuzzy that it's like, it buzzes a lot to make that sound. Do, do you do you hear mm. what I'm, the part I'm talking about? It just sounds like picking to me. There, there's a couple of those notes that you can tell it's definitely just, like, buzzing, but there's mm -hmm. one part where it's like, like really quick, like I, hmm. I think it's hammer on pull off, but you think it's just like fast picking? Oh, I I don't know. I don't hear the picking. I just hear like almost like it's being um run through like a like a d delay, but just for that like quarter of a second, where mm -hmm. it's like a really fast delay. Like that's the type of sound I'm hearing. Yeah, but you're you're thinking it's probably. T I was thinking it was probably technique as well. I was thinking more maybe like yeah hammer on pull off, but. Okay, I don't know. Just that was just one part that like kind of confounded me a little bit. Um, so you said this one is in standard. That's I. Th let's according see. to that tab, the I think it was according. To, so the other my other source was there is a YouTube video where a guy mm -hmm. plays fifty of their riffs. It's like a I don't know. It's like a 10, 15 minute long video. Like he'll just play mm -hmm. like you know a, a part of that song, and it'll say it'll say the song. Um, and it'll show like the album artwork and going through it. I didn't see snowfall. Like, I don't think he did it, which kind of surprised me. Uh, pff, I, I said 10, 15 minutes. It's fucking 50 minutes. It's a 50 minute YouTube video. <laughs> like, so this was how I learned, um, first day of sun. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought snowfall. Yeah, l all right. Let's just, um, watch this whole <laughs> video. <laughs> okay. No, it's, so okay. It's 50 minutes, so it's like 30 minutes of him like retuning every time. Just going to <laughs> different tuning. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there was two songs that I was thinking of putting in this fifth and final spot. Okay. One was Snowfall, mm -hmm. clearly. The other was a song off the same album, which is the same album that First Day of Sun is on. Mm -hmm. This other song is called No Return. Okay. And I picked both of these songs because I think they have really cool endings i mm -hmm. think snowfall has a really cool like big ending yes. in which it yeah. sounds like you kind of enjoy that I style do. of music and then no return was the other one i'm gonna play this is kind of cheating okay but okay. whatever who who makes the rules if not us um i want to play like a 30 <laughs> second clip for you from no return that's kind of in okay. the 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 peak of that song and I'm curious if you're like, oh, yeah, you fucked up. You should have given me that song. I want more of that instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This is No Return by 
Uh, I don't remember the band we're talking about. Especially when you f- first started playing it and the drums were kind of going nuts. Yeah. So there's a lot uh, of that. There's like yeah. probably f- a minute of that. And then it leads into that, like where the drums go halftime. Were you able to tell mm-hmm. when like the drums mm-hmm. kind of dropped out to halftime and then it yeah. picks back up again? Um, I was, so I was really enjoying it. And at first I was like, shit, I kind of wish you put this song on the playlist. <laughs> but then uh, what was that? What's that? one band that super like nerdy spacey band that you that you oh astronoid astronoid it's kind of like that one astronoid song where i I, we were talking about it and i was saying that they just kept playing that same little lead over and over and over Um, it new color maybe yeah but yeah anyway yeah but yeah he he like kept doing that same lead over and over and i was just like okay i get it get what you're doing. And that's kind of what I started to feel like in that. The, interesting because I feel like it's a similar song construction to last March where there's a bunch of different things happening, but in, in the no return clip I just played you, you were able to kind of pick out one thing that you were, that you felt repetitive, but I feel like that don't they do that in last March too. It's, you know, repetitive, but kind of in a good way. Yeah, probably. It was just, I don't know, something about that one in particular, because it was just this short little, like over and over. And I don't know, obviously I haven't heard the whole song and I'm hearing it over Zoom and it kind (laughs) of cut out a couple times. So who knows? Maybe I love it. Through a mid-level mic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Through my iPhone speaker. So yeah. yeah. And I have an old iPhone too. But um Yeah. See, okay, so we're we're kind of overlapping here because this is one of the songs where they they build and they like really rock out at the end, and I mm-hmm. think No Returns one of their best examples of that. And I think Snowfalls a really good example of that too. Mm-hmm. The differences in the endings were like, yeah, do I want to give you what I consider to be a like pretty and catchy guitar hook at the end though it sounds like maybe you Mm -hmm. think it's too too simple too repetitive or in snowfall it's like that the piano lead that's kind of over all the rest of the chaos Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i went with piano for some reason and i remember listening like i had it down to these two songs before i sent you the playlist and then i kept just going back and forth to to the endings like i would just like Mm -hmm. hop right back in do i want to give him this or this or this or this Mm -hmm. And it, and it went, obviously it went the way of Snowfall. And then earlier today, I was going back and forth again. And I was like, I kind of want it to be no return now. But <laughs> there was no return at that point. Yeah, you were at the point of no return. Yeah, I had already befallen you with so much snow. No, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it wasn't a bad choice. Oh, 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 oh,
Yeah, okay, that piano part is so fucking pretty. Yeah, good. It's, good. it's It's fine. It's fine. It's I don't good. regret anything. That's... Down, yes. down, down. But see, that's... It's it's doing the same thing that guitar lead is doing in No Return. Yeah. Something different. I don't know. It does have... Like, very simply, it, it just... It has more notes. Like, it doesn't just repeat, like, over mm-hmm. and over. Like, maybe there's, you know, an, another bar before it repeats or whatever. But sure. like, I think functionally they serve the same purpose. Mm-hmm. And you just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that, like, to you for 15 years. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> you just don't get it. Yep. Well, did you have any any notes about the rig rundown video? I know you said you, you weren't as interested in the laptop mm-hmm. portion of the video. Um, a- anything else about that video stick out to you? No. It was a different kind of rig rundown again because they were talking about the the computer stuff a lot more and they were like playing riffs and like this is how we play this part together and and stuff like that yeah i didn't really yeah, understand the was, point of that part interesting but i mean it was cool they i mean it makes sense that they would rely so much on computers if they're flying over to america from another country and like having to deal with renting gear and shit is uh, i'm sure just awful so it makes sense so that's actually something I wanted to ask you about. Do you, because they, well, both for um, practical purposes, like you said, traveling, but also I think for some like creative choices, they rely a lot on effects and computers. Mm-hmm. And what was the um, the the axe effects and um, oh, what was that other thing called? Um, start with an F. Mm. Oh God. <laughs> Anyway, fuck it. <laughs> um, do you feel like... Because I, I feel like these guys are real talented. I like the genre they're in. Again, I'm about to ask you to defend this band to me. How dare you make me listen <laughs> to this band, Danny? Do they get the most out of their like their talent and their potential and all that? Because I kind of wonder if they spent more time... God, this is such a dick criticism. Um, if they spent more time, like maybe like writing or perfecting their, their songs Mm -hmm. and less time, just like playing around with their toys and just what different sounds they can make, they might be a little less hit and miss. Hmm. I could see that criticism of L1011 relying so much on looping and the different sounds he gets doing looping and the limitations of only having two people. So I could see the criticism there, but for this band, I don't really see them relying so much on the different effects. It's, it's no different than having a pedal board with a bunch of things. Um, I think at the end of the day, if you were to just play these riffs on an acoustic guitar or through an amp with, you know, just the distortion turned on, I feel like a lot of these riffs would still sound really fucking good without all the delays and compress compressors and all that other shit. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And, and I don't think by any, like I like their sound and I like this sound specifically um, across a lot of bands. Like I said, how in, in fragile, it opens with just like instant atmosphere. Yeah. I think that's, you don't have that if you don't have like a shit ton of like, reverb and chorus Mm -hmm. or whatever they're Mm -hmm. using in that song i'm not saying like hey like 
<laughs> just play. Oh God, did you ever see uh, it? Might get loud. God no. <laughs> so at one point, like Jack White is playing like a string. He just like you know nails to a two by four or something, <sighs> and he's like, "This is all you need." Sure. And like, I'm not trying to be that guy. Like, you know, all you need is a uh, guitar. You don't need effects. You don't need like that's not it at all. Yeah. But like, I just. At one point of that video, he was like, you know, going from like, okay, this is the sound we have in this part of the song, you know, from the chorus to the verse, mm-hmm. or this is like how how much different this song is. Maybe maybe what it really is is the tuning. If they didn't need to take a week to like, you know, <sighs> retune and like take their guitar to like a tech to like readjust everything because they want to do a different tuning, maybe then they would just like spend more time hammering out songs because... Not that like I gave you the only five songs that I like, but there are on some of their albums like some, in my opinion, some like skippable tracks. Uh-huh. And and I don't know, maybe I'm just asking too much of them. Maybe when you kind of play this type of music, you're gonna explore and you're gonna yeah, you know some some parts of the songs and some songs are definitely hitting you different than they're hitting me. And so maybe everyone is kind of like I like sixty percent of God is an astronaut songs, and mm-hmm. maybe that's everybody's max. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They probably get to a point where they want to start like fucking around with all these different like weird effects and like changing the. There's the one part in the video where he talks about like, oh, I have to change the metronome for this once this certain part. You know what I mean? And that kind of shit is fun and it makes the song more interesting than just keeping the same tempo the entire time. I don't know. That part sounded cool to me when he's like, it's going, you know, at, at, at this tempo. And then all of a sudden it's like, do, 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 and then it goes back. Oh, I, I totally agree. We agree. Maybe I, I've, I, yeah, <laughs> for the second time this podcast. The second time today. Did you think that you would, you would like the band I gave you and this would be one of our more contentious episodes? <laughs> no. It's... It doesn't make any sense. I I cannot defend my position. I don't even maybe understand my position uh-huh. right now. I don't. Maybe I just don't like music. Hey, Amanda. When you listen to music, do you picture things in your head? I picture myself doing an elaborate dance, chore- choreographed dance. Yeah, yeah. Song. Some dances. But you don't, do you like... She's not taking this seriously. She's not taking this seriously. <laughs> Because because Dante was talking about, he had an example of National Anthem, the Radiohead song. Um, and he listens to that song and he pictures like this like astronaut like going up into space and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, and this band we're talking about today, it's an instrumental band. And so he's talking about, he asked me like, what do you picture? What do you see in your, in your mind's eye? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dante. Um, <laughs> what do you see when you're listening to this this band? And I was like, I don't I don't see anything when I listen to music. I, I I feel it, but I don't see anything in my in my my third eye is blind, if you will. <laughs> we did it. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it, it just depends on the it depends on the, the piece that I'm listening to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes it's more tactile i suppose more mm-hmm. of a feeling and then other times oh, it is more um she visual. does read books she does have good words he was impressed with tactile 
But yeah, because I mean, you listen to more like classical music than I do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But is is that just for a feeling, or is that just for like background noise? Or I, I mean, I suppose that it can it can be both. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes I just want something that's gonna give me good vibes while I am. But I need to concentrate <laughs> on an email to for work. So yes, sure, I yeah. will put on Haydn, but I won't. Uh, you know, I don't want to put on Fiona Apple because I'll mm-hmm. probably want to pay attention to those lyrics and, and dance. Um. Uh. Well, I don't know if I necessarily want to dance to her music, but well, I guess why not dance to anything? I can dance to Haydn. Um. But yeah. I don't okay. Know. So, Last thing before I let you go. Yeah. What do you hear? Yeah. Laurel? Okay. okay. No, I, moral is what I said. It, it, Laurel or Yanny? Not an option. Oh. Moral then. Yeah, if you were hearing moral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is he, does he hear? He Yanny? hears Yanny. Because <laughs> we were talking about that because we're seeing music in different ways. And so we've started talking about the, the like dress. <laughs> the blue. <laughs> yeah, the dress. And we were talking about this. And yeah, we hear different things. Yeah. So we've got different brains. I feel like um, we've got a third host now. No, well, is that gonna, okay, then you two are splitting it 25-25, and I'm still getting 50. Okay, okay. We're talking all about right, all yeah, the money yeah. we're making? Yes. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Last thing I want to say about the Rig Rundown video, okay. which was just a crushing disappointment to me. He had, Torsten, the lead guitarist, mm-hmm. has such a lame weak accent <laughs> I, I was hoping for him to yes. open his mouth and have it be like impenetrable i i was surprised at how little of an accent he had it sucked kind of all of them to be honest yeah now must be like Jamie, the region where they're from yeah i they're from county glasgow yeah, if i remember correctly what the fuck is it, that <laughs> i don't know but I, for Jamie, I, I did take notes on um, them as people. For Jamie, <laughs> I wrote, better accent, what a nice boy. Yeah. So um, he had good hair, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Niels. So I, I did not know that they were twins before this video. Oh, um, yeah. I don't Niels think I knew and, that either. But, and and it does say it on, on Wikipedia, too, which yeah. I, I read but then completely forgot. So, you know. <laughs> Niels... I'm going to use this word one more time. He gave me big Wayne Campbell vibes. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, is, I, I hope the Scottish know that that is a big compliment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hashtag big compliment. Hashtag big country. Um, I guess my second favorite Scottish band. Oh, wait, I'm such a fucking asshole. They're Irish. You asshole. God is an astronaut's Irish. I've been calling them Scottish this whole time. Oh my god. What a piece of shit well, American I am. Say um uh, say we're Irish in a in a couple different uh, inflections, real quick. Why? So I can I can drop it in. Did I cut out? Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> god, I'm an idiot. <clears throat> Irish. 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 <laughs> Say it in Does a real work? Canadian way. Hey, so you boys Irish, eh? No, I wasn't going. I wasn't Canadian enough. I got to take a swig of water. 
Um, what uh, what province am I from here? I don't fucking know. Okay, piece of fucking just terrible director. Um, yeah, so me and the boys were just kind of hanging over by the pond, and we ran into a bunch of Irish lads. How was that? That was good. That was that good. All right? From all like right. Newfoundland or whatever. Fucking, it'd be you'd say it Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Fucking hose. I know. I know. I'm a Yankee. All right, so let's see. I I've managed to kind of slander a country, <laughs> done done poor accents of people from another. So I think it's a wrap on this. Yeah, thing. I mean, we checked all the boxes that we normally do. So in a couple weeks, when we reconvene, we will be staying in the UK. Hold on. Oh, you need to. Uh, I gotta wrap this up myself, to, buddy. I gotta give yeah. him some seconds okay. of summer. Come on. Sorry. I fucked up. <sighs> and they're from County Wicklow. See, uh, why was I... S- Glasgow is... Is Glasgow from Scottish, right? Oh. It's not America. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> Glasgow is a city in Scotland. Why the fuck did I have S- Glasgow, Scotland on the brain when these guys are from County Wicklow, Ireland? I don't know. Oh, I fucking I suck. <laughs> yeah, so much. Too much big country on the mind. Is that, first of all, I think I only know one of their songs. Yeah, Might be a top 10 all-time song. That song is so good. Yeah. All right, go ahead, man. Give them some seconds of song. Okay. I am very interested to continue to listen to more of this band, um, especially hearing the little clip that you played me of that other song. Yeah, I definitely want to see what else they have to offer. They don't just stay in the post-rock realm, which is good. They at least in these songs, the last three, they kind of branch out into some other stuff and they get heavier. Uh, they got some synthesizers. I want to hear more of that. A little disappointed that they, at least in the rig rundown, they were just using a laptop with a MIDI controller uh, keyboard or whatever. Instead of having like, you know, some nice Moog synths up there or something. But, you know, still sounds good. As far as seconds of my summer... If we were talking literal seconds of summer, like this is how many seconds of my summer I'm going to listen to this band, it's probably going to be pretty low. But since we're talking about a rating, I'm going to go 3.8 seconds of summer. Wow, what a score for God as an Astronaut. Mm-hmm. Might be the highest. I think it is. The, the most seconds you've given. I think so. So far. Do you like this band better than And You Will Know Us by the Trail of Dead? Hmm. What did I give them? I have no idea. We'll have to look at our own Wikipedia page when one of our yeah. devoted yeah. fans make it. I liked more of the songs. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. There was two, there were two, you two I wasn't that on. into, and there's two on this one that I'm not that into. They might be tied. They're tied, Dante. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have to go to sudden death. <sighs> I think I would rather listen to this band. Huh? okay. All right. Where in the jolly old England are we going this time? (laughs) So again, um, I have just, without thinking, just shown my American ignorance. I said we were going to stay in the UK. Ireland, of course, not part (laughs) of the United Kingdom. (laughs) We will be staying in the same, like, region of the earth. I think I can say that. Sure. We talked off pod about maybe some interesting variations on episodes 
Uh, and something I suggested was doing something along the lines of guilty pleasures mm-hmm. and, and what that would actually consist of and maybe even doing it where the playlist has different bands okay. on it. I am not about to give you a guilty pleasure. It might be a close relative where it's a slightly shameful pleasure, depending on who I tell about it. I okay. feel like this is a band that people, like you have already referenced this genre and era. People, you know, know this dark period in music history. And so every band that was fairly or unfairly associated with it sucks. I think this band stands on its own merits. They have also in recent years changed in a way that I feel is very interesting. This is only supposed to be an intro and I am already getting defensive because the next time, Danny, I am punishing you with funeral for a friend. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold okay. on. I wanted, I, I forgot. <laughs> hold on. Because next time, Danny, I am punishing you with whale zone funeral for a friend. Oh, whales. <laughs> whale zone? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> We're now entering the whale zone. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm equally as frightened as I was when you gave me um, Third Eye Blind. I am more confident that you will. Well, first of all, Third Eye Blind turned out at least fun. Third I Eye think Blind fun was a fun episode. It was fun to talk about. And though I have not gone and listened to them again, I've been meaning to. And if we even get that far with Funeral for a Friend, mm-hmm. I think it'll be it'll be worth it. And I remember when we were, again talking about Astronoid. Mm-hmm. I remember talking about them and we were talking about a song and I was like, yeah. And then, you know, that funeral for a friend guitar part comes in and you were like, what the fuck are you mm-hmm. talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, at least after this episode, you might know what I'm talking about. Yep. Well, so there we have it. I guess I should probably, uh, get online eBay, maybe, uh, Etsy, possibly get, get myself some skinny mm-hmm. jeans Maybe a okay. white belt. Uh, my yep. hair's not long enough for a swoop right now, but you do have tiny t-shirts. Not anymore. You don't wear the like super tight t-shirts anymore. No, Dante. No, that's a that's a Danny special. That's a well, Danny has a fucking beer belly now, even though I don't drink beer. <laughs> so Danny that's wearing a like, small that's... shirt is more embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, it was still embarrassing before, but now it's just it's just yes. more so. Yeah, 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 yeah. When For I, different when reasons. I, when I reach my arms up into the air, my midriff doesn't show anymore. How many moments of your day do you feel like you just don't care, prompting this action? <laughs> oh, many, many moments. Dumb. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Till next time. Bye.
to Danny, I'm going to say go, and then okay. relatively quickly tell me when to stop, okay? Stop. No, I didn't. I have to say go first. I was waiting for you to say okay that you understood the directions. It's clearly you okay. Didn't. Okay, and go. Stop, <laughs> Danny. I I just said stop. Okay, do it again. <laughs> and go. Stop. Okay. The. I'm not a not a genius here. My book isn't like 800 pages long. I flipped <laughs> through it pretty quick, and I got to the front cover, and then you said stop. I assumed you were reading um, the Bible like a good boy. I have the the uh, cliff notes. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of a name from the Bible to say like the the Gabriel notes, but you know, wouldn't have been good anyway. 